So it's a good morning, uh, even though it's rainy and stormy outside. We're uh, we we got spared some of the worst, I think. I think up north they're having some pretty rough times. Uh, so be in prayer for all those folks up north. So good to see everybody this morning. Here we are on Wednesday. Um, this is wow. This is the end of February. No, no, wait. Tomorrow is the last day of February. Normally, the twenty eighth is the last day of February, but now here we are. Um, on the 28th, we got one more day of February because we're in what's called leap year. And uh, this year, my sister, I have a sister that lives right, uh, that lives, that, that is right above me in age. My next one up, uh, she is having a, finally having a birthday after four more years. She has a birthday every four years. She was born on leap year day. And uh, I'm not going to say how old she is, uh, but uh, she's a teenager in leap years. <laughs> She's a teenager in leap years. We'll just put it that way. So uh, happy birthday to my sister. So uh, anyway, uh, good to see everybody here today. Uh, yesterday we left off um, talking about the apostasy that was going to take place. Uh, I've got a few more things to say about that this morning. Uh, and then what we're going to do and have a couple of verses and some scripture for you to look at, <coughs> for us to look at, and then for us to kind of jot down, study a little bit more later. Uh, then we're going to continue on with um, things that, that must take place, things that are going to take place, okay? Um, so in the Old Testament, right, um, you know, we see where, um, oh, as a matter of fact, here we go in the New Testament, Paul, Paul warned the church elders that after his death, there's going to be false teachers that are going to come. And as a matter of fact, he says this, he says, I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. That's in Acts chapter 20, verses 29 and 30. And so uh, even all the way back to Paul, he, he gives warning. And scripture in First, First Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 and 2, it says, the Spirit expressly says, uh, expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and, re and teachings of demons through the, ins the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared, okay? You know what's so interesting is many of the, of the cults and many of the, of the false religions uh, that, that are kind of everywhere, they're kind of kind of spotted out everywhere, right? Um, many of them are actually, uh, they come out of the Christian church. Not that the Christian church planted them, but that uh, people that were in church, now they have gone out and kind of started, I guess, their own religion. So here's, here's the interesting thing. Um, many of them, for instance, will say that they received an uh, extra revelation from from angels. Um, you know, the angel Moroni came and and had the golden tablets. Uh, so we know that uh, you know, and then Islam is based on uh, a, some revelations that the angel Gabriel brought to Muhammad. And so, in Second Timothy uh, chapter three, Second Timothy chapter three. And, and or sorry, chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, here's what it says. It says, The time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. 
okay? So do we see that in our world today? Are we, are we watching that happen and take place? Oh yeah, absolutely we are. We see that more and more every single day where people uh, are going off to, you know, do their own thing, right? They say, well, maybe I've had an extra revelation. Um, th there's only one revelation, and that is the Word of God, right? What God gives us through His Word. Uh, I did see an article the other day. Somebody was saying, um, what about all the books that were left out of the Bible? Um, I believe what we have in Scripture and the canon of Scripture is exactly what God would have us to have. And many of these, these, these other books were, um, uh, were proven long ago not to be inspired by God. Uh, so, you know, here's the thing, you know, anybody ever kind of, I don't have cable anymore, but used to when you, when you go through the cable channels or you kind of flip through just to see if there's something that was maybe you want to see on TV. Um, you could come across some of these, some of these false teachers that have doctrines um, that are not, that are not of Christ, right? So let me read for you uh, another another uh, passage of scripture. It's in Second Timothy chapter three, verses one through eight. It says, "Understand this: that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless." Um, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people, for among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins, and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as, uh, as Janus and, Jam and, uh, and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth, men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith, right? So, wow, what a, what a picture of what we are seeing today. What a picture of what we see in going on in our world today. And, and Scripture reveals that apostasy is, is often encouraged by these false, these false prophets in Galatians chapter 2, verse 4, and then in Luke chapter 8, verse 13. Um, and these, these um, you're going to see more and more of this the closer the time comes to Christ's return. And Scripture is clear that apostasy will rise to a fever pitch. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter three, uh, chapter 2, verse 3, it says, Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will come unless the rebellion comes first. Um, many believe this refers to a rebellion against the truth. <clears throat> there's people that say there's going to be a great <clears throat> falling away, right? There's going to be a great falling away, uh, so on and so forth, and um, that that great falling away is from the truth, right? Because, you know, there's already more and more folks who, who do not believe in Scripture. There's more and more folks who are not going to church. There's more and more, you know, on and on it goes. And so, and so we see all of that in our world today. So the apostasy of what we talked about yesterday and then again today, it, these things must come to pass. But we've got to remember that God is totally sovereign. 
God is sovereign. God is in total control. Um, he's allowing these things to happen in order to set the stage for the return of his son, okay? Um, he is sovereign. He, he raises up leaders and takes down leaders. He raises up kings and nations and, and takes them down. So, so God is totally in control. We've got to remember that, all right? So what else uh, are we going to see or do we see that that has to happen for the end times? Now, I'm not saying it has to happen, but I'm saying it's, it, it, it's going to happen or should happen or will happen. Um, these are things that that are in uh, prophecy. And somebody once asked me one time, they said, what about the United States? Is the United States in prophecy? And we don't see where the United States is in prophecy. And therefore, it is believed that the United States will weaken. The United States will weaken. And you say, well, why will the United States weaken? Um, see, the United States is not going to be the superpower during the tribulation or during any of the end times. As a matter of fact, the Bible is very clear in Daniel that the revived Roman Empire is going to be who will be in charge, right? They're going to be the superpower, the revived Roman Empire. And um, there's, a, there's a, a, a number of scenarios that would explain why America um, would be weakened or is weakened. Uh, personally, um, I believe America is, is weaker today than it was, say, 25 years ago. <clears throat> I believe that, um, that, you know, some of the politicians and some of the leaders that we've had in our country um, have continually given over more control uh, to other entities, okay? So what is it that we, you know, that's going to cause some of the issues. Well, first of all, I think now this is, this is, you know, my personal opinion. First of all, I believe that our national debt is one thing that's going to cause us and it causes us to be in a weakened position. Uh, it is, it is, it, 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 it is unreal to me. I, I have a hard time thinking in why, uh, the government continually spends money that it does not have and racks up our, our debt. Um, it's already thousands of dollars per man, woman, and child in the United States if we paid it off. And now it continues to get more and more. Now, who owns that debt? <clears throat> Believe it or not, the vast majority of that debt uh, is owned, there's much of it is owned by China. Uh, there's a lot more of it that's owned by Place, you know, countries like you know Great Britain and you know a lot of European countries. There's many countries that own the debt because we have to we have to what quote unquote sell debt uh, in order to have the money. So we see a lot of weakening in what we can do because we are so heavily in debt. And I believe that's I believe that's going to continue. I think that will lead eventually to an economic collapse. There's there's just I don't know how, other than the hand of God, other than by God's, by God's grace and God's hand, uh, that it has not imploded. Uh, many, many of the uh, people that are smart in the areas of money and finance are, you know, they're, they're scratching their heads. It's, it's new ground. We, they don't understand what's happening. So uh, that's the first thing, right, I think is, is because of that, of, of that debt. Second, um, it's going to be a moral implosion, 
right? It's going to be a moral implosion. So if you if you look over the last number of years um, about you know quote unquote morals in our society, uh, we have probably seen um, well you can't help but see the the moral fiber of this country continuing to erode. Okay, so uh, they did a they did a poll. This is this is probably about five or six years old now. But they did a poll that said 83%, 83% of adults, that's four out of five adults in the United States, believe or say that they're concerned about the moral condition of the United States. The moral condition of the United States. I believe, um, of course, that God is still absolutely sovereign. Um, I believe that the Old and New Testaments affirm that God is a God of love, but he's also a God of judgment. And, and I think America is kind of in a free fall. Uh, that we're, we're plummeting both uh, morally, spiritually, uh, and it doesn't look like there's repentance in sight. And we've got to ask God whether, is God going to sovereignly judge America in the end times for turning away from him? And I, and I believe he will. I, I believe he will. Uh, Romans, so we're not going to read it, but look look this verse up, uh, these verses up. Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 22. Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 22. Um, <clears throat> so, so we will see where God is going gonna, is gonna to judge, uh, I think, the United States. Now, it's interesting, too, because we are becoming more and more um, like what's taking place in Europe. Um, the average, I think the average Sunday church attender, I think there's, I think there's less than, less than 5% in most all the European countries uh, have folks that, that regularly attend church and, and things of that nature. And um, they say there's been a moral implosion um, in, in Europe. And so what's basically what's taking place in Europe, and there's been many from there that have looked many christian people from there that are looking to the united states and they're saying these are the things that are going to take place the they're the, you know they, they see all these things taking place and all these things happening in the united states that has happened in their country that caused you know their moral implosion but we also now see um not only that but we see uh you know folks were talking about you know socialism and communism and you know, all of these kind of things. And they're starting to see where that's creeping in more and more uh, in the United States. So a moral implosion. You know, we have, gosh, we have such, uh, there's just, there's, it, it's a mess. It really is. And, and we need to know that God is still in control. Now, somebody says, well, should we just give up? Should we just not say anything? No, that's not what we're to do. We're to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we are to take stands where we need to take stands. But just know um, that those stands are going to get harder and harder uh, against the wave of, of, the, of morality becoming subjective instead of, you know, um, you know, it, it, what's good for you is not good for me, and your truth is your truth, and my truth is my truth. Does that make sense? So, how else would the United States be weakened? Let me let me do a couple more things. Um, first, or second, 
or third or whatever number I'm on, you know, another possibility is um, of, of a nuclear detonation. And we saw a glimpse of what could happen if, if we drop our guard, so to speak. And we, you know, the Twin Towers years ago uh, taught us, should have taught us a very important lesson. Uh, but we also have a, a number of folks coming freely into the United States through the, through the southern border especially. Um, and we're starting to see um, issues that are, that are coming out of that. And what I mean by that is, is uh, you, know, you, know, some of the, you know, some of these folks are uh, they're committing crimes, they're committing serious crimes, awful crimes. Um, and so a lot of times we are hearing that, that they can't keep up. They don't know where all of these folks have gone to once they cross the border. And so that makes it very easy for somebody to sneak in, I think, and and kind of kind of do some nefarious things. So, oh, how'd you like that? That was a 25 cent word. Um, so, you know, again, uh, a nuclear detonation. You know, the United States, the whole United States is not likely to be destroyed by a nuclear attack, but you know, really, if they just hit one of the major cities, you know, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, um, you know, now, you know, down Texas, you know, Houston, you know, some of these places, uh, that could, uh, boy, that could really absolutely um, weaken the United States. Here's one, electromagnetic pulse attack. You say, well, what is that? Um, what that is, is that is a, uh, there's a, uh, oh, what am I trying to say? It is a very, uh, it's like, a, it's like a, a beam, a beam of energy, so to speak. And, and the, the technology's been proven, it's been used in some cases, it's been around. There's an, a report back in 2004 um, that the United States, the commission assessed the threat to the United States from electromagnetic pulse attack. And what happened was, or what they're saying is, is that that could really seriously disrupt uh, communications, satellites, uh, you name it, uh, the power grid. And what it does is it is it uh, it basically just shuts it down. It's like a big surge that goes boom and, and it shuts it down. Electromagnetic pulse attack. And that could take out our infrastructure. That could take out the uh, the power grid, which is still limping along as we speak. Amen. Here's another one. What else could weaken? An overdependence on oil. Now, we have enough oil in the United States to successfully uh, be oil self-sufficient. But for some reason, we, we uh, export oil and import oil from other countries. And I believe if we're not careful that that will cause us to have some issues that's going to cause that's going to weaken us um and by the way somebody says well we'll just go to electric cars well the the thing about electric cars is friends is that when we go to electric cars even though the electric car may not burn fossil fuels it took a significant amount of fossil fuels you know coal oil um, to actually make all the parts and to make and to dig up all the minerals for the batteries. So, so again, you know, we still have to have that dependence uh, on those fossil fuel things. 
Um, and then finally, maybe a, a, a composite catastrophe. You say, what do you mean a composite catastrophe? Could be one or more of the things that we mentioned, and it could be many other things, right? Those are just some things that, that have come up that is out in the world today. Uh, mentioned yesterday that we have, uh, they're, they're trying to go to a cashless uh, society. They're going to a, trying to go to a digital currency uh, all over the world here in the United States. Um, you know, can you imagine? Let's, let's think about what just happened not long ago with AT&T. Now, they said that's where they were upgrading the line or doing a, a, some kind of an improvement, and they basically hit the wrong button, and it caused a massive outage. Well, what we may or may not have, what you may or may not have seen is where um, these drugstores weren't able to fill prescriptions uh, because of an attack that took place on the uh, computer systems and, and such of, of this, like, it's like a big, uh, uh, these, these drugstores go to this, this, this bigger place to get information, to do information, to, for, anyway, so they weren't able to fulfill prescription drugs. And it was because of an attack on the, on the computers, on different things of that nature. So again, you know, you see little bits and pieces of it taking place, right? We see little bits and pieces of it uh, taking place, not little bits, but pieces that come into thing. And there's always going to be attacks. There's always going to be those that try to uh, subvert the, you know, things that are going on in the world. So, so just as a review, what, you know, what is it? Okay, well, first, things that must come to pass for the end times. And we talked about it, 2 Timothy uh, chapters 3 and chapters 4, chapter 3 and chapter 4, um, you know, it talks about ap the apostasy or the, or the falling, not the falling away, but the moving away from actual truth, the biblical truth. And then we talked about um, the United States must weaken. And uh, how is that going to happen? Well, we, we said through, you know, moral implosion, uh, maybe a nuclear detonation somewhere, EMP attack, uh, overdependence on oil, or one or more of the above, and then some may maybe not even mentioned. Uh, so we see, again, where God is sovereign, but these things, he says, these things must come to pass, okay? So don't lose hope. Don't lose, don't lose your faith. Don't lose your hope, amen? Because Jesus uh, is coming, and he's coming soon, all right? Well, that'll wrap us up for today, and that kind of uh, uh, takes us up to the to a next big point in studying the end times and what's going to take place uh, before the rapture and then after the rapture. All right. Well, friends, have a wonderful day. Uh, I hope you stay safe. Uh, it's, it's really windy. It got really cold. It was 70-something degrees yesterday. It's 40-something out there right now. It's, it's crazy, crazy weather. So uh, be safe in all that you do. Uh, know that you're loved by this pastor, but you're also loved by the Lord Jesus Christ. And friends, by all means, because of the love of Christ, we, we need to be about the business of sharing Jesus with others. Amen. Well, friends, have a delightful day. We'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye-bye for now.